Man. This song came out. This is my damn. You don't understand, bro. Like, I used to love this song. It's, it was one of those things. It's like, yo, I used to take. <laughs> just from the sheer memory of thinking about this, it just bring me back to those days. It's like, man. Bro. I miss those young. Like I feel old as hell listening to this shit. Bro. Hell no, bro. Because the young folk they still understand me, bro. Especially that make it make what was it? Uh, that make it what about twisted with that female in the beginning? She was crazy. Oh, we should. I can get wet. Yeah. You can get wet. Yeah. Yeah, that's make not. It rain down on me, baby. Yeah, I gotta kind of question myself for singing that song, especially no. with you. Like, no, nah, I'm talking about in the vicinity because, like, I don't know. Talk about making it wet and then I'm over here talking to you at the same time, so. That shit ain't directed to me, nigga, so I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm, <laughs> I'm a grown ass man out here, nigga. I still I sing LMA, nigga. Fuck you, nigga. Oh. And that's what up in this bitch, you fucking right. Shit. Gangsta, gangsta. Ooh, nigga. Oh, yeah, that. Get it high like you do. Well, hello everyone. Thank you for tuning in to another to a new. How can I say this? All right. So, once upon a time. I made this podcast and I was like, yo, this is going to be called R&B, the real nigga brunch. Uh And I love that. I love it because I was like, yo, this is going to be a podcast is going to pretty much be the centerfold for us guys come together or even uh, if women want to come to uh, the podcast and talk about a lot of different things. Anything that's going on, talk about like the politics, you know, and guy versus girls. And you know, it's cool. But I was thinking to me, I was thinking for a quick second, I was like, what if I actually get some white listeners? And I was like, do I want to go ahead and get them a subject, you know, go ahead and say real nigga brunch? Like, because I'm like, yo, y'all heard that new real nigga brunch? I'm like, ooh. And then if they say they listen to R&B, then y'all gonna be like, would you just listen to some slow jams or what? Like, it's not going to sound, it's not going to sound like relevant. So that's what I was like, I need to, I need to, you know, find something that actually give me a good brand. And then also pretty much be true to what we doing. So I thought of a name today and I was just like, yo, this, this is, I'm going to have to change it to this because it, it, it fits perfectly. All right. Tell me what it is. All right. So. This is the podcast, formerly known as Real Nigga Brunch, mm-hmm. but this is between ratchetness and righteousness. I think that's solid, guys. Yeah, and I'm I peeking now because of you and your uh, hey, ginormous hands. Big boys do big shit. It's all good. Like, man, I'm not going to go in here beeping all this out, so I might as well just label this explicit. But it's all good. So, pretty much, Ratchet and Righteousness, it's a combination of two things that I feel like is, is needed in everybody's life. You can't be too righteous. You can't be too ratchet. It's pretty much 
something that you pretty much need to bring you need to be both up to enjoy life and bring life into it because let's be honest you know go to church and you see the righteous people and they being all holy in their style it's cool i ain't got nothing against them but at the same time you get to the point where it's just like it's too much then you got your own ratchet people and some of y'all know y'all have family like uh is this where you just like you do not want to deal with them they're going through all that kind of stuff and mm -mm. i feel like the normal human being needs a combination of both to level them out to actually be uh you know a a citizen of the United States. Well, I must just say a person, period. Because, like, I'm not gonna lie, what's happening in America is kind of effed up and to the point where I'm just like, I don't even think I even want to be considered American. I'm just like, this is yeah, I, I just can't do it. Well, I, well, before we get too deep into into the serious thought of, of doing the things, I want to, you know, touch on the basis of, of the. Uh, of the balance. Uh, I got a story for you, so check this out. First time in Austin, being a Dallas fellow, you know what I'm saying, and growing up in a, in a house where we went to church, no question on Sunday, and we was not listening to any hip hop and R&B on the way to church. We heard it after we got out of the sermon and got the good word of the Lord, you feel me? What coming out here was a culture shock, being that I went to UT, right? I found myself going to a couple of hot spots. Now, 10 years ago, there used to be this club called Spiros. Alright, this club used to be jumping. All the melanated monsters was out there. And if you don't understand what I'm saying, black people was in effect, right? So, I happened to see a young fly honey. Shout out to Will Smith. Fly honey, you feel me? Um, I seen her. She had on her outfit. She was looking good. I was like, man, if I can just even just kick it with her after hours or such and such and blase, blase. You know, but of course, being a young man, I didn't, I didn't get the opportunity to do it because uh, I was too nice. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. So, I found myself being with the upperclassmen on Sunday morning talking about, we're going to go to church. So I go to church and uh, I just happened to see uh, that the same particular uh, fly honey with the same outfit on looking at me like, how are your brother bands? I said, oh no, we're not going to do none of that. You were just in there just... Uh, what, what was it back then, 10 years ago? Uh, she really can soak with shaking like a salt shaker built that. You know, you were doing all that, but now you want to come in here talking about holier than now. You would not call me a brother today when you just called me the N-word last night. So, uh, I guess that's a, I guess that's an example of balance, because nowadays I can find myself doing it just like that. But, you know, it is what it is. See, I, we need that perfect balance. It's pretty much what makes us uh, human beings. It's yes. pretty much make us a contributing human being in this damn society. Yes. yes. So, the purpose, all right, so let's go on to the uh, topic at hand. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I feel like is one of the craziest things or one of the things that it needs to be brought out is talking about the clout. Oh, the clout. The chase for the clout. The chase for the clout. So, if you're pretty much older than I am and you kind of uh, trying to figure out what is clout, Bill, what is clout? All right, so defined by the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, all right? Clout, the definition of clout is a hit, especially with the hand. But we're not talking about that. Let's get to the second definition. 
<clears throat> the power to influence or control situations. See, back then, clout used to be called a cult's following, but that was a little aggressive. So now, the word is clout. Clout chasing. Who has clout? Who got it? Where is that? I want it. Things like that. So. And if you wanna go back to the uh, back to the day, back in the day, y'all used to call it, you know, the juice. Oh. Uh, not too recently, it was the sauce. Oh. Dripping. And if you wanna go super old, it was rep. Oh, the reputation. Yes, My pretty goodness. much. We have different variations, but they all mean the same thing. Mm -hmm. Um. So pretty much clout is just pretty much uh, status, you know, status out in the streets or status in wherever you, uh, situation you're in. Right. Now, one of the things that I feel like this is kind of getting to that person of the ratchet and righteousness is like, we get to the point where everybody's reaching out for the clout. Like everybody wants to be that person, that go-to person. They want to be that person that everybody looks up to, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. It sounds good and all, but it doesn't. It don't. You you get lost. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know some people y'all y'all not heard get lost in the sauce, and that's pretty much like it is. It's, you get lost in cloud. Like honestly, you're going to do everything and anything you can just so you can be relevant to these people. Yes. Like one of the things is like I can't stand is when people do things just to um just to you know just to show like they got it like that or pretty much you know they want to make people relevant. How you feel about it, Bill? Well, I feel the thing about clout is it's a good thing, but then it's also a terrible thing, especially if you want to try to develop a platform where where you can get your voice heard and things like that. I would say it's along the lines of saying, if you have a message that needs to get out and you need, and you have that following or you have people that share those same type of ideas or they support what you're saying, uh, anything like that, I would say that that's good on the cloud end. However, a lot of people are so infatuated with the idea of having some type of status, some type of rank, some type of, um, some type of say so in any type of influential situation that they, talk, that they start to lose themselves in the midst of trying to create a clout. And what you have is you've created this monster that you cannot kill because it is you, but it isn't you. That's my only issue with that. I've seen a lot of people um, through a lot of social media platforms and even just regular people on, like, not I wouldn't say on the street, but just coming into interaction with them. Uh, one year they're the, the coolest person on the planet, meaning mm -hmm. that they're very easy to talk to, um, they're very humbled, or they're along the lines of doing something really, really good for the community, or doing something that's a little bit more beneficial than just them, to the point where they have said, you know what, it's all about me, screw everybody else, and this is where I'm at because of who I am, and if anybody has, no, if anybody has a problem with what I got, um, you know, insert any type of derogatory term or derogatory type of phrase in that part there. So, I mean, what happened in between there? Was you so infatuated with the likes? Were you so infatuated with the people telling you sweet nothings? Because I feel whenever you go on social media and you get those comments, uh, minus the trolls, you'll find yourself liking comments 
about what people are saying about you, and you got to have that. It becomes an addiction. Okay. Yeah, it, it definitely causes an addiction. It gets to the point where you over here seeking validation from others. Yes. And like we always talking about, oh, I don't care. Like I don't care how people think, but at the same time, if you don't care, you don't have to say it. Like just exactly. just live it. Like that's the one thing about it. It's like clout is a clout is a beast because it comes in so many different um forms. And like some people can honestly it could it gets to them and they would never know like it could happen in a business setting like yo you over here trying to be the man around town me the um boss in the office but at the same time you just like yo you get to the point where nobody want to you know fuck with you like i used to work with a lot of people like that and you know to this day you know sometimes i even work with them um this time i'm not gonna say anything because like i'm not trying to throw any shade or anything but i'm just saying like if there's so many ways that you can find people who over here is reaching for clout but at the same time you're getting lost in yourself like lost in the essence of who you are that's one of the things that like i think a lot of people lack is being themselves and being individuals and then honestly having people like you for who you are and just not listening to what everybody else have to uh they're saying you like um i'm gonna go ahead and bring this topic up because this is kind of like it was kind of like a blessing and a curse that this happened uh -oh. but so i was on the shade room um last week Right. And I was just like, you know, I had to get my little ratchetness in. And, you know, I came to the story where um, Fab and um, they was talking to this uh, one girl about uh, her name is Miss Peru. I don't even know who she is. I guess she's an Instagram model. Mm -hmm. Well, she's a model, period. But regardless, there you go. Instagram models get no love out here. Not like that. <laughs> You well, can double tap and keep it moving. No thirst over here. Well, here's the thing. Fab thought, you know, she was um, probably uh, nice enough to her to put him in, uh, you know, to send her a message. Mm -hmm. So Fab says, "Hey, you don't stay in New York, do you?" And this is on Instagram. So like, he slid in her DMs, and you know, she's not associated with him. He, done, you know, pretty much he sent in and said, "Hey, you not in there?" And you would think if somebody's not interested, they could do one or two things. They could hit decline because you gotta accept it if you want uh, messages from uh, Fabulous. You don't want messages from Fabulous. If you don't want it, then okay, just hit decline. Or you could just accept it and say, I'm good, thank you for um, whatever, move on. She proceeds to screenshot this. Mm -hmm. Put in her story talking about nah i'm good love enjoy then she proceeds to make another post says laugh out loud one i'm engaged two i hate abusive men three i hate cheaters four i have a business email five i'm not in new york six i love my teeth seven i have standards eight i'm not a video vixen nine read number one Happy Wednesday, loves. And then she posted a picture of her and her fiance kissing. And it seems like it's a nice ass background to background. But 
that's neither here nor there. And I was thinking to myself, like, she did everything in the world to just blow this up because he only asked one question. And which I get what everybody's saying. It's like, yo, why he going her DMs? That's understandable. Like, I, if it's something in my business, I would just be like, yo, I'll send an email or I have my people go ahead and talk to your people and we go ahead and do that uh, exchange right there. Some people also say, yo, you know, when they say, I can't believe Chance the Rapper uh, DM me or some, like some people, some artists send DMs like, or they send tweets. Like that's some things that people do nowadays. So shoot, with her being a video, I um, mean, Instagram model, he messaged her during Instagram. He ain't come at no different way. He just said, hey, you stay in New York, don't you? And she could just easily just say no, or I'm not there. But no, she proceeded to do all this, this, that, and the third. And then this where I, and when she posted it, I was like, yep, that's that clout chase. She did everything to show like, yo, Fabulous is over here looking at me. And I turned it down because I got a boo. I was like, nah, I ain't with that noise. Well, let's break it down like this. So basically clout chasing in that situation was, uh, you had a couple of elements. You had a couple of elements of doing the most, okay? The first one of doing the most was to actually take the time out to screenshot this mm -hmm. and put it on Instagram for all to see. Now, what are you trying to do now? You're trying to create a wave or ride one, all right? So the second thing that you see was something that was easily relatable to somebody at this particular time. Well, hence the phrase, I'm good, love, enjoy. Shout out to Future, okay? Future did a awesome job with this here. But anyway. Sensational. Sensational, indeed. So you have those two elements, and then to add, I guess, insult to injury, you go and shut it down and, and, and write this long paragraph of what you're doing in your life. First of all, just look, just reading that alone for someone who is, I wouldn't say it's anti-clout, but anti-extra, I don't give a damn about the first nine things that you have going on in your life, number one, and number two, for you to say, I'm good, love, and enjoy, it took you a lot of energy to do something negative, which you could have took that same energy and make it positive on the other ends of not burning the bridge. Cause who knows, your Instagram model or whatever is going on, you could probably could have benefited out of that from just holding a conversation like a regular person and saying, no, I'm not out there, but I guess that you got some work out there. Uh, I think it would be probably good to work with you, but unfortunately right now, I'm not in New York, so. Sorry, instead of saying, I'm good, love, and joy. All right, you're gonna regret those words. And um, to be honest, nobody don't know what happened afterwards because, you know, Static Fabulous did make a comment talk about she is a, uh, one of these Instagram hoes, a vixen hoes, but it was already um, put out there that, you know, Fabulous was shooting a video out uh, for his new um, record that he has, uh, with, uh, I think Royster59. So, Honestly, he was probably just trying to uh, get her in the uh, video because, you know, don't get me wrong. If you look good, you look good. And he wanted to uh, include her in the video because he's trying to do that. And I don't know if everybody found, uh, been following Fabulous. Like right now, he's going through a lot. So I'm not going to say he's going to put himself in a position where, you know, he's going to add on to the problems. He was probably just literally just going to make some business out. So... I mean, it is what it is. It's already done. And to be honest, I still remember name, uh, Fabulous name, and I still don't even know who this uh, chick is. 
to this situation happened, I honestly didn't even know who she was. But like I said, the story was only interesting because how she just went uh, above and beyond. More than likely by next week, I'm not going to even know who she is and she's not going to be one of my people I'm going to follow. So it's like it was a relevant story so i'm sorry for wasting like 10 15 minutes of your time no it's okay it's okay because this brings up another point like as you're chasing clout you only literally get 15 minutes of fame so what is the next thing to do you must continue to ride ride the wave so you have your basically this i'm good loving drug right mm -hmm. what was that what was it before then it was something else before that, it was something else. Like I can even go all the way back to the point where I even started asking stuff. So, man, what happened to that to the uh, to the swamp lady at Prairie View? You know, I heard about that story. That was like year, like a year, maybe two years ago. But here's the thing, though, about the clout. The clout only lasts a short time. So you find yourself trying to feed that addiction. It's almost like taking your first shot of whatever dope you want to take. You're already lit. Then the second time. You take it, okay, now you still live, but you wasn't as lit as before because your body starts to get a little accustomed to your situation. Then you take it the third time. Now you're gonna have to double up to get to where you was at the first time. Then you take it a couple more times, four, five, six times. Now you're just taking it to plateau. Now you're stuck. You know what I'm saying? Now on your sixth or seventh trip, you find yourself, if you don't even have it just to even get started, you can't function. You know, so it's almost like clout is, is definitely a drug. And with the internet being easily accessible to everything, you could be hot today and literally not tomorrow. So you have to stay on that. Because if you fall off for a second, nobody nobody knows where you're at. Nobody knows what you're doing. Ice JJ Fish is a perfect example. He was doing all those crazy, ridiculous ass songs. Um, I only say that they were ridiculous. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Walking around with, with stacks of fifty dollar bills. Yeah, I'm like not that. gonna lie. When I first saw Jai's JJ Fish, like I was like, this dude looks so weird. Well, no, the name is weird, mm -hmm. but when you see him, you're like, okay, this look like a little light skinned hood nigga. Like he look like. He's one of those dudes that just get angry. You know, he get beige rage, but he look like he gets just angry <laughs> when somebody say anything wrong to him. But he's like, oh, I'm about to, you know, drop this, uh, you know, this nice little 15. I'm like, what? And then he starts singing. I'm like, oh, Lord. Oh, yeah. and that video. That yes. was. <sighs> that, that was clock when it was low key on the slowest going up to the high rise. See, with somebody like that, bro, like, I remember when he was everywhere to the point where you could not just stop seeing this dude. Then he fell, I wouldn't say he fell off, but nobody was looking for it anymore. Then you end up seeing him on Wildin' Out for one episode, and it's like, okay, alright. Dang, yeah. hold on, do you remember 50 Tyson? Yes! 50 That's Tyson. That's another example. You have 50 Tyson, you got IJJ Fish, Lil Terio. You know, even the you know Ooh, what I'm saying? Kill him. Ooh, kill him. You know what I'm saying? This Ooh. guy is big as hell now. Like I wouldn't say big as in size, but he is older now. Like what's going on here? You know what I'm saying? Uh even like even other people like uh what's that boy name? Uh shoot. Even we can even throw in Orlando Brown in the midst of all this. And <laughs> he used to this dude used to run Disney Channel. Now he's all I wouldn't say smoked out or anything, but he is He's low-key losing his mind out here, but you know. No, that was kind of funny because like he was, you know, if you watch any of his um, interviews, he's like, 
he sounds belligerent and then like it was so funny that he out here just doing this and doing that and like he out there put raven simone out her business out there like when they used to mess around and all that stuff and like he's talking about he did this he did that and then when disney announced that oh we're gonna bring back that's a raven <laughs> as like a spinoff into you know her kids and it brought back chelsea Damn. they brought back raven they even brought back uh raven's ex-boyfriend at the last season but, boy named, uh, I don't know. JJ. I don't know. They they had a whole bunch of light skinned niggas. They didn't show no love to the uh, darker bros. Uh, I'm just throwing it out there. So if y'all listen to this, like, yo, y'all need to start showing more love to those darker skinned brothers. It just ever ain't the only dude out here doing work. Right? Yeah, there's, I'm just saying. There's others. Not even. Let, let's get to it. They're like, nah, that's Lance Gross. Where's the last time you seen this dude besides a freaking uh, Tyler Perry show? Not not shooting down Tyler Perry, but. I remember him as 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 Cal as as Calvin's brother. Like he could probably play a a, a role or something on TV, and he'll probably could kill that joint. But right now, I ain't looking for Lance Girls because one, I'm a dude, and two, um, I got a lot of bookmarks on my Instagram about some fifty thousand fine women, and they all range in color. But that's neither here nor there. So, you know. Give us dark food chance because we out here doing some melanated stuff. Even Chadwick Boseman, he low key uh, a lighter dark. We need some more, uh, some deeper melanin. It's deeper than rap. No, it's deeper than black. We need that. Hey, I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna go. <laughs> you did go on the rant. I was like, damn, he's bad. <laughs> I, hey, see what I'm saying? I'm gonna go ahead and drop this flavor. I am. Half Nigerian, right? And then the other half is like a mixture of Indian. No, no bullshit. Like Indian and some type of rubber black. So I am your true African American here. So when I see Africans winning one time for Davido uh, on the BET Awards, you, you you find yourself doing small victories against your uh, against your, your your counterparts of the brighter of the brighter community. Your Chris Browns and your your Trey Songs and your Terrence J. Terrence J. and Chris, Trey Songs they look alike. Don't <laughs> at me on this. Okay, right? okay, all right. Let me, that I'm gonna let. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of want to make a point real quick. Do it. And it just it's nowhere going to like the topic at hand, but whatever. I, I also want to say yo. Black Panther was a shit, but I'm kind of mad that uh, my man's did get uh, like what happened where uh, he used the army and they told him to go after uh, Black Panther. Uh-huh. I was like, man, bro, you didn't have, you should not did. I, I wish they let a light skinned brother play that part because ah. like he was a dark skinned brother. I'm like, bro, like you represent for the dark skin, like Chad. He over here dark skin. Uh-huh. Then you got um the eight dude, he over here dark skin, like everybody yes. like ooh, yeah. ooh, ooh. I'm like, okay, okay. Witness the power of the Jabadi tribe. Yeah. First time. So I'm like, yeah, speak that speak it. And then you got the, my man's over here, he's following orders. I'm like, bro, I know you over here on Michael B. George nuts, but bro, just like calm down. He like, him Claw, bro. bro. Couldn't get mad at that. Claw killed his dad. Yeah, I give him that, but at the same time, it's just like I just wish that dude was light skinned so I have a reason to justify why he did that. Cause I'm like, cause if a dark skinned brother is in there, I'm like, bro, 
why did you do that? But the light skin brother did that. I'm like, it was expected. So, so who would have been better? Who would have been a better spot for that? Just throw somebody out there. Michael Ely. <laughs> Hey, man, we just out here bullshitting, you know what I'm saying? All lives matter. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> don't, don't start. Uh-uh. you going to have me shut down on first day. Yeah, fuck out of here. But, <laughs> okay, that was our mini rant. Sorry. Yeah. But going back to the head, uh, clout, it's a hell of a drug. Yes. Now, one thing most people, like, I'm not going to even knock clout because the fact that people actually are out here getting clout, but at the same time, they're doing good things with it. Yes. And with that being said, clout, it, it just depends on how you um, work in it because some people just do it for the validation, just to go ahead and get the status, the status quo, everybody look at them, like, everybody love them, all this and all that, but... It, it does kind of um, stem breaks out to like something where somebody can actually move with because you got to think about the future. Like my man Bill said, you want to go ahead and just bring out the goodness into, you know, bring it out to the forefront. And then like, let's say when tomorrow's not promised. So what are you going to do about the next day? or the day after that. So you kind of want to leave something that, um, that lives longer than you. Because one thing I could tell people hate to be uh, feel is feel to be forgotten. Yes. So I, I I completely understand that. And you know, clout, that's why it's a drug because everybody loves that love that everybody gives to you. Everybody want to be Beyonce. Everybody want to be Jay-Z. Everybody want that love. Mm -hmm. But once that should go away, then you just kind of feel like what it is. So that's where it gets to like, if you're gonna get clout, you know, you need to work on a legacy. Like, use your platform for something good mm -hmm. or pretty much bring change, bring something out of that. Like, that's one of the things that I feel like we do not look at. We always thinking about what's here, what's now. Everybody's want something that's tangible, something that's quantitative that can see, but they don't think about the process. Mm -hmm. Nobody don't really think about the future outcomes. Let's talk about me. Like me, I'm a big brother. Yes. And you know, I love my uh, foods. I love my little Debbie's. Oh. I love my little cakes. I got a couple of oatmeal cream pies. I ain't gonna lie, but. <laughs> But don't get me wrong, uh, I mean, I'm trying to do a little a few things here and there to change out my lifestyle because, like, you know, I'm trying to lose weight. And I got to the point one time where, like, I was literally in the gym day after day working out. My eating habits did change a little bit, but it wasn't the best. But one of the things I hate is, is because, like, I'll go to the gym every single day and, you know, I see one pound takeaway. One pound gain, two pounds take away, one gain. Like, oh, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And I'm over here looking at these little small victories, but at the same time, you know, when, you know, I do one thing and I see I gain so much pounds, I'm like, man, I don't feel like doing this no more. And then I just stop and I'm like, not thinking about the bigger picture or I'm not thinking about the future. And what that results, me not doing anything, me starting all the way back to uh, square one, and me 
not looking forward to my uh, next day back in gym because I'm gonna be sore as hell for that next week. So I'm debating on um, going to the gym after this, but you know, I'm probably gonna do something. And I probably take Metro out for a walk. Metro is dog. So I will say, the thing about when you tie clout into your legacy, um, one thing that I do like about clout is you have the ability or you have the tendency to be very organic and very original in your approach. Everything could be also spontaneous as well. So you have the best clout that you can see is a little bit more of the organic kind. And uh, with it being organic, you see that there is a quicker, I wouldn't say a quicker response, but more of a, a more of a natural response to certain things. Let's say for example, um, there's this one cat that was home on Instagram, he'll hold he'll hold a hold an item like this and be like, okay, cool, and then he'll just run off with it. That is I think it's pretty I think it's hilarious. But I know for sure, or I just I just have a feeling that that is very organic, but then again, I don't know what happens after the camera ends or whatever, then you get an item back or anything like that that just leaves you to the suspense. And then there's some people that actually stage this and it still gives that it still gives that original or that more organic feel. And um, when you do that a couple more times, then you start to build that name for yourself or you start to develop uh, a certain type of thing. Well, if my name comes up in the middle of a conversation, oh, he does this, this, and this. You know, so even when he's gone, you know, that legacy will still be there. And legacy is just basically saying um, something that is handed down, endowed, or conveyed from one person to another. So. What, what I give to someone else, probably my kids or something, is the fact that uh, hopefully they say that their dad was a, a very lit individual and he did his thing. But um, essentially what it is about it is like, um, it's all about what you really wanna do. And a lot of people don't think about it when it comes down to the big picture. If you do all this crazy stuff um, and you don't wanna be branded like that anymore, they're like, nah, remember what you did back then in the day? Now you're kind of you know tarnished on it, but if you're somebody that does something that's more beneficial, they'll be more along the lines to say, "Hey, I remember what you did here. Let me go ahead and give you the opportunity." Anything that deals with like a positive or a upgoing thing it always takes a slower amount of time to get it up there. But if you love and trust that process, the longer it took for you to get there will also kind of balance out as to how long you actually will stay up there. Because if you go viral in one day, best believe next week nobody cares. But if it took you 10 years to get to a certain place where you can be like, hey, I know 100,000 people is ready to ride with me, you're going to hold that 100,000 until you do something bad or until you say, I'm done with this. So I, I feel when it comes down to like clout and legacies, you got to, you got to keep it organic. You got to trust that process for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, one of the first I was gonna uh, look up, I had uh, was um, somebody called Lizzie, Liz, Liza Loche. Liza Loche. Liza Koshe. Liza I think. Pretty much, she's a YouTube uh, star. She's pretty much. Out on YouTube, she has so many uh, followers, so like I came and uh, get to you. And one thing I'm not gonna say she's like a cow chaser, she was in her own lane, mm -hmm. and she pretty much was being natural, authentic to herself. She had a lot of following, and she did a lot of things like she was actually um dating one of these uh 
another fellow um, YouTuber, mm-hmm. and they was uh, together for a while, and then they ended up breaking up. I don't know. And this is very unique. They broke up. They took some time apart, and then they actually did a video together for both of their viewers to talk about how they felt and all that stuff. Which, you know, I'm not gonna lie. There's a lot of things that's going uh, going on when you with to, uh, with somebody, and you know how you thinking and the whole process. But that's beside the point. I'm not even gonna go there. But the thing is, she stayed true to herself. Mm-hmm. She did her own thing. And right now, I mean, don't get me wrong, she's doing her uh, stuff at YouTube, mm-hmm. but um, now she going to bigger things. Like, I'm talking about the legacy. Like, don't get me some, don't get me wrong, she ain't got nothing, you know, etched and carved in her skin. I mean, etched and carved uh, out there in the world where her name gonna be Lil' on forever, but she is on the, uh, as you say, she's gonna be the next uh, host for uh, the reboot of Double Dare on Nickelodeon, which I'm not gonna lie, I always wanted to be on Double Dare 2000 because, like, I thought, like, yo, those the easiest questions or easiest answers, and I'm like, yo, I wanted to get on there, but I was like, one, I was like, man, I don't think my family can make it because, you know, I, <laughs> like, everybody had a mom, a dad, a one brother, one sister and that other uh sibling that you don't care if it's a brother or sister but you just had a good five good five in you or good six in it and now i was like y'all you know my family is my mom my (laughs) three brothers i mean three sisters and my two other brothers like we ain't gonna want all these badass kids but that's another but that's what i'm saying one thing about her is like she's uh going to you know, she's building a legacy. She's building something beyond things until who she is. And then, you know, everybody's recognizing for what she's doing. Mm-hmm. And now look where she's going. Another prime example, uh, shoot, Oprah. Mm-hmm. Everybody don't want to be like Oprah. Oprah here. Everybody trying to uh, get her to be uh, the next president. This woman said, this woman came from being fired on a uh, television uh, on a television show, being a news uh, anchor. Was it a news anchor or a reporter? One or the other. Uh-huh. And then now she goes to her own network. She giving out people cars. Yes. And she got her own podcast that her super soul uh, conversations. I was like, Oprah, you doing a lot. Okay. But. But it's just enough to see what see what she's what she had with for sure. Yeah, so I'm just saying like, don't get lost in the sauce. Don't get lost at trying to achieve cloud because one of the things that when people reach out for cloud, they go to the uh, far end where they sometimes lose themselves. Yes. One of the things I'm just uh, kind of being real with is just like honestly be yourself, be your individual. And there is always going to be people that's going to be respecting who you are and they're gonna uh, wanna roll with you from that. If you over here trying to find out, do things to, for people uh, validation, it's not gonna get you nowhere. You're gonna lose yourself. <laughs> You're gonna get lost in the clothes mm-hmm. or lost in the sauce, okay, lost in clout. And you don't wanna uh, do that. Like I honestly, you wanna go ahead, live a long and prosperous life, life, maybe get you a wife later on or a husband, whatever you wanna do. So that's my little uh, share of this.
Well, let me add on. Let me add on a little bit of something that I say along the along the lines of that. If you're going to do something, make sure that you cover the most important person when it comes down to it. You, yourself. If it's something that you like to do for you, nobody else's opinion really matters. They will follow genuine stuff. All right. So. I mean, because if you're doing it for everybody else's approval, everybody's attention span, if you haven't noticed, is between three to seven seconds now. You see Vine, you know, Vine gave us six second videos, and to be honest, on second five, I was like, ew, if this was boring, I'm scrolling all the way up. So our attention span is between like eight seconds. So if you're not giving us anything or anything new within like eight seconds, you're going to find yourself needing and feeding for somebody's attention. But if you have the attention of yourself, the approval of yourself, everybody else will fall in and everything else will be butter. But you got to look out for yourself first. That's all it is. Because if you don't got you, nobody else will. And I hope they hear this after 41 minutes into the show. You better. <laughs> I'm gonna drop gems like this for my hell, hell. I like me. I keep that shit to myself. <laughs> well, on that note, I want to thank you for listening to the Ratchet Yet Righteous podcast. Between Ratchet and Righteous. My name is Ronnie Marcel. You can find me at Ronnie Marcel, R-O-N-N-Y-M-A-R-C-E-L on the ground. And Ronnie Lattimore on Facebook. But you gotta find, you gotta find the, you know, the younger person because my dad is on there, and you might be getting a grown man. So I'm just saying, be cautious of who you add, cause he'll add you, and then you'll just be like, why is this grown ass dude talking to me? And like, and like I don't have no gray hairs. I, I'm, I'm, I'm in a picture with Mickey Mouse right now. So like, that's one thing you want to look out for. But Bill, tell them your tell your handles. Okay, so all my handles are gonna be very consistent around here. Is they call me Benz. It's T H E Y C A L L M E B A N D S. I am a DJ. I'm a barber. I'm an educator. And you can also use those same that same Instagram handle to find me on Twitter. Uh, a little bit of Facebook. Uh, PlayStation Network, a little bit of Xbox. I'm dropping this here because I play video games too. And um, mm-hmm. if you're really serious about it, um, hit me up in the DMs and and, and, and we'll, we'll we'll try to get this Grand Theft Auto 5 going or whatever I feel like playing at that time. So you know what it is. Well, if you want to throw that, I, I'm I am powder on Xbox. Anyways, if you want to uh, contact us, just hit me on our Instagram or our Facebook or whatever and you'll get all the handles that we are because I got uh, so many of them. I wasn't consistent as Billy Bands, but you know, I'm I'm me. So I'll tell you if you reach out for it. But then again, it is what it is. Like I said, thank you for listening to the, ra- the Between Ratchet and Righteousness this is Ronnie signing out. All right.